hosted on dimlywit.com. We are your new go-to girls for everything bad. Oh my god. Yo. <laughs> I think my anxiety is through the roof today, by the way. There's this a is a happening. PSA. Um Hi baddies. <laughs> There's been a lot happening today. Today we had so many te- technical difficulties and me and Jess are way too dumb to figure out like anything. Like, I, pre- I feel like we start every episode like this. I feel like we're always apologizing, but that's fine. <laughs> Sorry, we're annoyed. We've been recording for an hour, but we got no video we got or audio. Zero. We got nothing. Um, all right, baddies. So this episode, you can just call me um, Jess Hottie Walters because... Um, this is a hard-hitting interview. It's hard-hitting, for sure. We have a guest today. Somebody that we never thought we'd ever let you talk to. Uh-huh. Ever. I don't even think we'd ever let anybody know that he existed probably yeah yeah i don't know how we convinced tracy to do this but we did Hmm. um and um uh, pretty much i don't even know how to start this all right i would say pretty much um when i got divorced or when i got separated i pretty much said like i'm literally never getting in another relationship i'm just not gonna do it i'm never gonna feel anything for anybody i was so fucking damaged and so cut off from like the world and my feelings i I was like empty and hollow and all that and i just thought i was never going to give myself even the opportunity to like open up to somebody again she was rock bottom i don't think you can get worse than you were then and um yeah she rekindled with an old friend an old friend came into her life and it wasn't meant to turn into something who i like always kept in contact with but just never like never anything you know what i mean like it was never something that i thought would turn into anything yeah so um this person came back into her life and um who you're gonna call what his name is hat you're gonna call him hat yeah because why because he like the first time i met him he was wearing a fitted and shocking when i think of him i don't even know if he has hair or not because i just think of him in hats hats. yeah (laughs) so um hat uh i'd call him something different but what like big dick or something (laughs) (laughs) why is that where it goes well what i'd call him something different what yeah what do you call him charming prince charming fucking hat take it easy all right so hat um and Tracy um started what some may call a whirlwind romance. Um yeah. but this relationship um as perfect as it was was not perfect and I'm I'm just if you don't mind me just I'm going to kind of throw the spoiler out there just so people can follow the story and then we'll um Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I, I feel like this feels like I, I just want to paint a picture Choppy. for you. Yeah. Choppy. Because we're like, this is not something we ever thought we'd ever yeah. even have an episode of. I, I'm trying to paint a picture and, and for you to understand why you've never heard from him or about him and, and like what's going on. So like these two people fell madly in love with each other. Um, the problem was is that Hat is, you know, a young man and he has no family and Tracy is a young woman. With like a, he has with, no baggage, he has no like yeah. exes, he has no divorce, he has no kids. So it's like I'm like you're 
like the perfect scenario to like any girl would want like why are you fucking around with somebody who's fucking damaged divorced single mom of three so he has so he has no kids tracy has three kids and you know something that he's always wanted was kids of his own and tracy you know has very little stipulations when it comes to men or relationships you know yeah she'll she'll you know she'll do your doggy style it don't matter that's great but she will not have another child she just it's it's a it's a done there's no convincing her um it doesn't matter if it's legit prince charming or prince charles or prince william she's not doing it and I don't blame her. Um, yeah, because you have one and you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but understandably, Hat, you know, would like children of his own. So, um, you know, this is where the problem lies. And it's a really a crazy story because these two genuinely care for each other, love each other, are a good match. And um, I'm going to let you hear from Hat himself. <laughs> and... Uh, um, you know, I want you to hear their story, but now that you've got a little bit of the background and like how this, what the problems are, let's kind of talk to Hat and Trey and and see what's um, see if we can I don't know change things if things have a chance at changing and how this all came to be. Hat, are you there? Yep. <laughs> Hi, Hat. <laughs> Hi. Hello. <laughs> you know, it's a shame that his voice is going to be like. Alter. change because he's got such a sexy voice i know um i literally always used to tell him i'm like i could listen to you sit and talk and just not say anything yeah. because i love your phone voice but you guys are never gonna hear it because it's gonna sound like some creepy like some like fbi <laughs> muted <laughs> like sabotage yeah. sally but a dude <laughs> sabotage sally yeah male sabotage so hat um welcome to the show thank you for joining us we really appreciate you doing this um can you tell me when you and Tracy kind of started talking back again, you know, like not I don't want to say like you guys were always friends, but like at what point did things like change between you two? Do you remember? Vaguely. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just kind of I think you said it perfectly. It was kind of just a whirlwind and happened out of nowhere in the winter. And I don't know, just uh, kind of windfold. Had you two seen each other or was this a relationship that happened over phone and text? Like where, like Instagram, like where did it start? Uh, let's just say it started with her drunk FaceTime me. Mm-hmm. That sounds about right. Sounds accurate as hell. Accurate as fuck. <laughs> um, but no, we got a hole on the phone. It wasn't, we didn't see each other or anything like that. We, we, um, I facetimed him and then i hung up because i was like fuck i like should not have done that like that was an accident and then he was like hey what's going on and i was like my god i haven't talked to you like what's up and blah blah blah. we were just like back and forth talking talking all of a sudden i think that night we were on the phone for like five or six hours through the night Mm -hmm. and then a long time yeah and then we just like talked about everything caught up on everything um and he was like you know he was like, oh, I got to go to bed. I'll talk to you in the morning. And then like literally got the good morning text. And I was like, oh, my God, like we're actually like this wasn't just like a one random night. And then we never stopped talking. It was like endless. Wow. All day, every day. Uh, note, note to self, send Tracy a good morning text. <laughs> Goes um, a long way when you think of me first thing in the morning. It's just like amazing. <laughs> it's just like that's what changed her, her everything. Um, so, OK, so. 
right then you had butterflies you knew that like oh my god I like my friend well I always had like like a crush on him when we were friends back then but like I never thought anything because we were we were in different relationships but I was like oh my god he's so cute like he's the best time when you go out with him he's so much fun he was always the life of the party when we went out he was one of the he like bartended at all the places I ever went so he was always like everyone knew him everyone loved him like there was not one person who didn't like him so it was always like you know that like yeah I believe that like popular attraction too where you're like oh my god like he's everybody loves him like how do you not love this guy so you know you have like a little like crush thing on him but it wasn't anything more than that like don't you don't you remember like when we all used to go out all the time i remember everything i mean (laughs) damn um like i don't know maybe it was just me right from like the past or was it on you too i don't know like i don't i never know what it was what your thought was or like how it ever turned into what it did I mean, it definitely wasn't just you, but, you know, I had to respect, you know, boundaries with other people and stuff like that, too, because, you know, you did date people that I was friends with. And, you know, that's just something that, you know, I never crossed and chose not to. I just didn't think it was right. And Yeah. Yeah. It was just like very much like the wrong time for everything. Oh, it was terrible timing. It was absolutely terrible. It was terrible timing. But it ended up really not being terrible it ended up being in the at the time exactly what she needed i mean i would say like confidently like my friends always tell me like like i will get upset and like cry over this and then my friends will be like he was put here to help you get over something that you never thought you were gonna get over and like that almost makes me more upset because i'm like but that's not all i want it to be yeah i mean Mm -hmm. and i'm already gonna cry (sighs) i feel it coming already you guys facetimed you got the hello text where where did the relationship go from there like how often are you speaking are you sexting what's happening (laughs) you like that hat (laughs) (laughs) i'll let you take the lead on that one um all right so i feel like we went from on the phone to then texting i mean we we would wake up and text no all day long i mean all day when he'd be at work I was getting getting no work though (laughs) (laughs) and then I got really 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 sick um and he was like what what do you feel like what's wrong and you were not currently in New York you were working somewhere like you know hours and hours and hours away so you weren't able to like be around and I hadn't even seen you yet because our relationship was solely long distance over the phone and all of a sudden, which is you... amazing, by the way. Yeah, I mean that's how you really know, like it's that it's tough. something. It's tough. It is. It was awful, and I felt like like days talking to him felt like months because I'm like, you like I'd be like I just really need to see you, and he's like I would be there in two minutes, but you li- like you're hours and hours and hours away, and so and then I got really sick, like I said, and then he like medicine just showed up at my house like all this medicine to make sure that I was okay yeah let's talk about some of the reasons you fell in love with hat like so bam right there like you were sick he sent you he sent you medication to your house who does that it's so nice what else has he done for you like he was always worried about like he knew I was by myself he knew I had the kids with me like I was just filing I had nobody in the house to help me um He was like, you know, whatever I can to help. And then you guys all know from my divorce episode that I posted that for a while I wasn't getting financial support from 
um, my ex with like taking care of the bills and taking care of um, child support and all that because I wasn't getting financial help. And there was a time where I was like struggling because I was not only paying my half, but I was then paying his half. And I had called. Oh, and then Hat called me one day and he was like, um, what's wrong? Like, why are you? You seem off. Right. You could tell the story if you want. I think you probably tell it a little bit better, but I know where you're going. Um, he was like, uh, what's wrong? And I was like, nothing. I just like him really stressed out today, like blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, tell me what's going on. And I didn't want to tell him because I knew what he would do. He's the type of person that like if you tell him that there's something's wrong, he will do anything to fix it. So I almost didn't want to tell him what was happening because I didn't want him to step up and take responsibility. But I was like, my fucking electric just went off. Like, I have no lights. I have no anything like like I was struggling so hard because I couldn't as a stay at home mom who was taking care of three kids, like working for my half of everything and paying Corey's half of everything. It was exhausting. And so I was like, my electric just went off. Like, I don't know what to do. And like within seconds, he was like, what's the, what's the number? What's, what do you need to turn it back on? And like sent me like $500 to make sure that it just went on. And he was like, you need to have like electricity and gas for these kids. Like you can't have them, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I know I'm just like struggling. Like I'm doing everything I can to provide for them on my behalf and Corey's behalf. And like, no one was really getting it because at that point I still really wasn't telling my parents what was going on because I didn't want to stress them out. So I was dealing with everything on my own. And the only person that I had to tell these things to was him. And like he within seconds was like, I got it. Don't worry about it. I'll send it to you right now. Make sure it gets turned on. And I was like, like, I didn't even know what to when you talk about like being so fucked by somebody and you're like, I don't know how I'll ever like trust anybody again. And then you tell somebody something that is really yeah. hard to admit and instantly they fix it for you. It's yeah. like you don't even understand how people like that exist. Like, yeah, well, you were you were shown one thing with your husband and one who thing- doesn't take care of your family. And then this this man who owes you nothing comes in and steps up. Yeah. And I think that's what it was, is that like he has a lot of friends like you can talk anytime you want to cut me off. Please talk. But I know you yeah. have a lot of friends who are step parents. No. Yeah. A lot. A lot of friends are step parents or, you know, just parents themselves. And, you know, I just kind of see how it is with them on a day to day basis and talking to them and just I wouldn't say the struggles, but just, you know, the everyday life of you know being married, having a kid, two kids, three kids. I mean, you kind of see what is entailed with all that, you know, and then having nieces and nephews of my own. I mean, I definitely see it. And I felt like in the beginning, that was like a huge thing. I know I kept pushing you away because I was like, like as much as I didn't want him to go, I was like, you, I, I, I know what I want for you. And I but know. How'd you, but how'd you expect me to go? What do you mean? How'd you expect me to just turn my back on you like that? I mean, I think that's why like I fell so hard and like when when I tell you guys that we were literally like we would be on the phone and I'd be like I feel like I have so much to tell you and he'd be like I have so much I want to say to you but I can't because me and him both after two weeks were like struggling to not say I love you hmm. am I wrong like we were we, oh, you're 100%. we were literally like I was like you know I feel like I want to talk to you like it was like we were trying to wait until we saw each other in person again yeah. to say it mm-hmm. and then we couldn't because I don't know one day it was I was just like I, I can't even hold it back anymore I'm like I'm so in love with you and it just came out I don't I don't even know like it what we hadn't even seen each other for 15 years it was a long time 
So I'm just going to go back to the the beginning of the timeline real quick. So, you know, Tracy tells me she not met this guy, but that she's been talking to this guy and he's so wonderful. And I'm just like rolling my eyes because I'm just like another Tracy chose pick. Yeah, I'm just Mm -hmm. like, yeah, she's not the best track record with dudes. So I'm expecting to definitely not like this guy. And we're recording in our studio and this bitch is like, he's going to come by. And I'm like, what? Oh, wait, wait, wait. This is after, though. After we what? didn't even see each other. We this was after me and him saw each other. Okay, okay. So let's so yeah. let's rewind. Wait, so, let's, so then it was, like, it was like the day after you and I had saw each other. Yeah. Okay, um, so, so so let's rewind to the, let's go back to the first time you guys saw each other then, and then I'll go to my meeting of this man. Okay, so I mean I want you to talk because I'm talking a lot and I want to hear what you have to say. So why don't you give us your interpretation of how it went? You want my interpretation? Yeah, I want to hear what you have to think because I know how it went, but like I don't know from your point of view exactly of what. What? Interpretation exactly what? Of when the first time seeing each other after fifteen years, after we had already said I love you on the phone, after we were already dating from like a long distance relationship where we hadn't seen each other, like what it was like, where we went, what we did, like. Um. It was. I don't even know if there's like a bad word to describe it. It was just, it felt perfect. Mm. To be honest. I mean, there's really no other words to say. It just felt right. It felt meant to be. And I think just all those emotions physically and, you know, internally just kind of came out naturally. And it was just, you couldn't hold back. Neither one of us could. Where'd you go? What'd you do? What did we do that day? I think we did a whole lot of nothing. Well, <laughs> first of all, when we got, when I, when I got there, I drove to your apartment in New York Mm-hmm. And um, I got out of the car. I like walked up to the door. I didn't even wait. Like I didn't even say hello. I don't even think I just grabbed him and kissed him like right at the door. There was not even like a pause to be like, oh my god, did you fuck this day? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, say? wait, wait. Didn't we say we weren't going to? A hundred percent. We were yeah, like, were, we were you, like, <laughs> you were no, you were the one who kind of drew that line, and like, I respected it. I was and like, I, was, I feel like after so long, like we should just have a day where we just like hang out and like, as much as sexual chemistry had been built up for fifteen years, I was like, let's just not. <laughs> which I should have known myself better. I mean, you were the one who flat out said like, it's not going to be about that. And I was like, I, I agree. 100%. What a basic bitch. We're not going to fuck. Don't even think about no, it. And Rings like, the and doorbell. No. <laughs> Let's fuck right now. She definitely didn't use those words, but she definitely like used some different choice words of like mm-hmm. saying it. And like, I agreed. Like, I didn't want it to be, you know, about that, you know, from the first time either. And yeah. I mean, even though it happened, it, it still wasn't even about that, in my opinion. I mean, yeah, I felt like. Well, no, when we first got there, that's not it. It didn't happen right away. We just were. Oh, no, we were hanging out and we were watching a movie, I think. And then you were like, I really I mean, you can say if you want to say where you brought me. Took you to meet my family. Oh, my (laughs) God. Yeah. To meet his goddaughter. Like the first time we had seen each other, he was like, I want he's like, we're going to go to my cousin's house and see my goddaughter. And I was like, are you sure? Like, I didn't even like I was like. I don't want to like intrude and your family be like, um, you haven't seen this girl and you just brought her to our house. Like, I didn't want it to be weird. He's like, no, I promise it won't be like my cousin's amazing and you have to meet her because like we had had this intense relationship over yeah. the phone for so long that I was like, I feel right. like I've been dating yeah. you for years. And yeah, it just I mean, you said it before it was just, you know, yeah, it was 
two weeks, three weeks, we both like wanted to say it, but it felt like there was so much more time behind it. Right. And I think I even told you the same thing. It was like that the timing to me didn't mean anything. It was like two or three weeks. It didn't matter. It just, it felt like two to three decades at that point. Yeah. Like how long we held out to say, I love you was like almost three weeks. And it was like, it felt like yeah. months. And then after however long we waited to even see each other after that months, after that, it was like, it felt way too long to make sense of like why, but then the first time I'm seeing you and you're like, I want you to go meet my goddaughter. I was like, I wasn't only so honored that like you thought I was like, good enough to meet her but that like that that's something that you don't just introduce people like she's not an adult she's mm -hmm. a child so like you don't introduce people to somebody that you don't think is going to be around you know what i mean yeah no i mean it definitely saw a big future with us i mean you know that's yeah. why i did I, I don't just introduce anybody i mean let alone my own mother like you know i don't just introduce people to my family my mother anybody like that like it's got to feel mm -hmm. right you know yeah. All right. You know, and so when we went like, there, okay. it was like so normal. Like we played Monopoly yeah. with her. We mm -hmm. had dinner with her. It was so much fun. Um, nothing gave, was gave weird. You get her braids. Oh, and then she wanted me to braid her hair and I braid her hair just like Jessica makes me do every time she sees me. Um, well, after this episode. After this episode is over. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I just think it was just the most natural feeling like i remember the word you said to me i don't know if you're gonna remember it but when you were like with you it just feels like do you remember what you said i can let my head down <laughs> oh i can say God. anything he was like this feels like home oh yeah he was it like it, what it did i know you just kept telling me that you're like it just doesn't feel like it just feels like home with me and you like it just feels like it's supposed to be and i don't know it was it really did like nothing felt like i hadn't seen you nothing felt like i wasn't seeing you in person or no, i agree and like i told you i mean the time frame from when you and i had seen each other last i mean it didn't feel like that it just felt like we kind of i wouldn't say picked up where we left off because we never left off like that but you know it just felt like i'd seen you the week before or something like that like i don't know yeah and then after we went to and hung out with them like for hours um we went back to what yeah we were there for a while yeah and then we went back to his house and then i was like Woo! you can ask him i for sure take responsibility for attacking him and he was literally like telling me no he was like we can't like this is what we decide like we're not gonna do this and i was like i don't give a fuck what we down, but... No, but you were literally like <laughs> you you're like you told me you didn't want to make it about this. And I was like, I changed my mind. I lied <laughs> because <laughs> I may die if I leave here and don't just like that, too. What? You actually said it just like, yeah, that too. you're like, I changed my mind. Yeah, I lied. I'm like, I changed my mind. I can't I can't leave here. No. So question about the sex. Oh, here we go was the sex because you guys like i don't know you were long distance and felt a lot of love for each other was it i'm asking this for tracy i know what you're gonna ask me because you always ask me this and you think i'm a sociopath because i don't do it was it was there more of a connection when you had sex with him? use the word jessica when you when you made love to him this is the word i never use you guys know this you know i have like an issue with this um, this was, I mean, I was fully in love for like, there's a reason that I needed it to happen because I needed to see if, 
um, the connection like sexually was as intense as like the emotional connection. Yeah. And I mean, it was definitely intense. I mean, I think, I don't know. It just, there was nothing wrong with it. It was perfect. Yeah. Like it was the, it was, I don't, I don't know if I would like, I don't know what the definition of making love is. I don't know what that means, but like, <laughs> it was as close to making love as you're going yeah, to get to I making feel, love. Yeah. Because it was like, it was like <laughs> that. Like There was a lot of, a lot of emotion behind it. There yeah. Was it was very built up. Honestly, I told you so, but <laughs> I told you so. Um, okay, so that's excellent. So full day, family, fucking, what else could you want? So so then he leaves again because he goes back to work, which is long distance, like a flight away. Wait, did I not, did I not see him the next day? Oh, wait, you did see him the next day. Okay, this is Jess's moment to shine. <laughs> this is when she met him. <laughs> okay, so... Tracy so tells me I, about this guy. So I text him and I was like, I'm working right now. And he was like, I need to see you again before I leave. Right? Yeah. 100%. And we're at the studio and Tracy's like, hat is coming here. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. holy shit. Now at this point, I don't think any of your like friends or family like knew kind of what was going down. It was very top secret. Because mm-hmm. I told you guys, you're never going to know when I'm talking to somebody. I had a whole ass boyfriend relationship and you didn't even know that I was like dating or talking to anybody at that point. Yeah. Oh, my God. And it's just it's it makes it even funnier that people are trying to like crack codes and take screenshots and they're just so off. They're so off because they have <laughs> no, no idea about like, anything. Like, they're like, oh, she's never going to find love. And she's yeah. this. And I'm like, honey, I already have it. Like, yeah. <laughs> so um, here comes hat. He comes into the studio. The first thing I notice is his smell because he smells delicious. Mm-hmm. I don't know what cologne that is. I tell maybe him that maybe you want to share that with our listeners so <laughs> the baddies can get it for their men. I don't even remember what I was wearing, but I always smell good. He really, really does. <laughs> I, I take pri- I take pride in that. I left I left his house at like smelling like him, and I was like, "Yo, I'm never washing these clothes." You don't know what you wear? What cologne? I have like seven or eight different kinds. Mm-hmm. That He's not sharing. Okay, okay. Um, so he smells good and he looks like a walking, like my right away. I'm like, this guy is going to be, this ain't it. Cause he looks exactly how Tracy's type. Yeah. Like your type. And I'm like, he's like got big arms. He's tall. He has big arms. He's, <laughs> he comes in with the Yankee fitted. Yeah. And he's got a hat. <laughs> probably Tim's. And I'm just like, Oh, no, I wasn't wearing Tim's. I wearing sneakers. <laughs> I'm just like, this is a stereotype of what Tracy likes. And there's no way this is going to work because she cannot be trusted. And honestly, he was nice. We hung out. I was like, all right, okay. And then we walked out to the car and I kind of got to know him a little better. And I'm like, he's really sweet. Yeah, we wound up talking for a while. Yeah, we talked for a while. We were out there for a long time. I don't know where Alan was. but (laughs) We just left. I think we were out there for like an hour. We left work. (laughs) Alan was with his cats. Yeah, he was with his cats. So, yeah, we're just chilling in the car, and I'm like, damn, like, he's charming. You know, he's a really charming guy. And, um, like, it's hard not to like Hat. You just like Hat. I told you. That's what I was saying. Like, everyone, oh, no, I don't know anybody who has anything bad to say about him. Yeah. And the problem is the reason that we altered his voice is because (laughs) we have a million friends in common, and if our friends knew that this was going down we i don't even know where to begin like i don't even know that's why i'm keeping even his voice secret because even though you guys won't know who he is like our friends will yeah so i don't know it was weird i 
I felt protective of Tracy, but at the same breath, I'm like, fell for hat too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jess literally kept saying, she was like, I get it. Like, I'm in love with him. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. So, um, hat and I bonded immediately over our love of Harry Potter and our love of like trying to make Tracy into a, like a nerd like us. Yeah. And <laughs> I think all we kept doing was sending gifts gifts whatever you want to call it yeah and she'd just be like what the fuck is this who is this why is this guy here you guys are such nerds yeah and i think right hat we were like if we can get tracy like my goal is to like have you watch the whole series with her like just get her to love it i I still i think i think we wanted to take it to harry potter world down Mm -hmm. uh, first or something like that yeah oh yeah oh yeah that's that's still happening by the way (laughs) kill me so um, I feel like something to really stress about this is that um, like obviously my first thought is always my kids like and he was just so um, like supportive and on board with like being a stepfather. Do you know what I mean? Like that that was like something that well, can we I think this is really important to say because we yeah. did not did, we didn't, we didn't really we didn't, we didn't touch this. this. So yeah. like in the beginning they had the conversation and Hat was okay I was with the reality that Tracy was never going to have another child Mm -hmm. and that Tracy had three kids like they it was like it was not like they didn't talk about it, discuss it, agree on it. This relationship. We we talked about that pretty early and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The relationship moved forward because uh, Hat was all in. He said, yeah, like I'm willing to give that up because of you. I love you. You know, Um, so that being said, you know, the relationship kept flourishing. It, it, it moved on. So Hat leaves again, okay? He's back on the road. What what, what happens? And then um, we're still talking, and, I, he, and he texts me, and he was like, you don't have the kids this weekend, right? And I was like, no. And he was like, I, I bought you a flight to come see me. Um, so, like, I, he just, he didn't even send me. He just said, go check your text, and it was like a confirmation that, I was flying to go where he was. Like a boss. Uh, I'm going to leave this. um, On him. (laughs) I'm going to leave this on red as we go to commercial break. Um, So stand by for a quick commercial and we'll be right back. And you're going to hear about Tracy's travels. (laughs) (laughs) Part two of Tracy's travels. She's spreading her wings. Oh my God. And she's spreading her legs. Here we go. You guys, <laughs> it's the Halloween event at Best Fiends. You guys know this is our favorite. If there was a Halloween event of Halloween events, that would be Best Fiends. <laughs> yeah, we love Best Fiends. And part of the reason we love Best Fiends is because it's always changing. Every holiday, like we're in October, spooky time. It, it, best Fiends is like, yeah, we know. We're going to make our fiends spooky. Okay, you guys are going to play like an actual storyline when you play this. You, It's complete with good guys and the fiends and the not so good guys, mm-hmm. the slugs. Like there's like a whole bit. This is not just like an average game. This is no. a you don't need service. Nothing's mm-hmm. going on in your life. You know, you didn't pay your bill, but you could still play Best Fiends and then feel like challenged. You and know? Let me explain how it happens. 
Your fiends start as little baby baby versions of their future selves. The more you play, the more fiends join your team and the more powerful they become and they help you solve increasingly challenging puzzles as you progress through the games. This is what we fight over, fiends. We love our fiends. Yeah, it's like action-packed adventure. It's all rolled into one. Just like a fun, good time, passes the time, has you like challenge your brain a little bit. Um, you know, it helps you solve increasingly challenging puzzles. Once you progress through the game, like mo- you get more and more, which is great because there's no like dead end. I don't want to brag, but I'm definitely at a higher level than Tracy. I'm not even going to say it because I know I'm better than her. Well, I have a lot going on at <laughs> home and I can't keep up with you sometimes. <laughs> but let me tell you, do I collect the cutest characters? <laughs> so you're going to go download Best Fiends for free today on the App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. So go download that today and play with us. You're my best fiend, Tracy. You're my best fiend. Hmm. <laughs> You've heard us talk about HelloFresh, but in case you're new here, with HelloFresh, you're going to get fresh, pre-measured ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip the trips to the grocery store, count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. It's literally America's number one meal kit for a reason. HelloFresh offers 50 menu and market items to choose from every week, including vegetarian, calorie smart, ooh, that's me, uh, gourmet options, providing plenty of variety. With all these quick and easy meals, the low prep time and the one pan to 10 to 15 minute meals, you guys cut so much time out between going to the grocery store and preparing food. You're cutting out. You could do dinner in 30 minutes. And listen, it's fall. Fall is family time. Recipes like meatloaf a la mom and one pot broccoli mac and cheese make we night meals go off without a hitch. I love I love about HelloFresh is they offer flexibility so if you easily can customize your order with on the app within minutes you can easily change your delivery date your food preferences your plan size or you could skip a week whatever you need to do. HelloFresh makes it easy the, the best things about HelloFresh easy affordable I mean literally that's the ad right there and delicious. Yes uh, so good. Yeah. Go to HelloFresh.com slash examples14 and use code examples14 for up to 14 free meals, including free shipping. If you're not trying HelloFresh, you're missing out. Go to HelloFresh.com slash examples14 and use code examples14 for up to 14 free meals and our favorite thing, free shipping. That's that. I'll do anything for free shipping. HelloFresh, <laughs> HelloFresh, baby. Number one meal kit. We love you. We love you. Um, what I should be doing right now is using Zola for my imaginary wedding to hat. But uh, um, <laughs> since uh, we're not doing that, I'll help the rest of you who are actually getting married. Zola makes wedding planning easy. Zola does everything, right? So you're going to go to Zola.com because they're going to have your back for all your wedding needs. A million, over a million couples have planned their weddings with Zola. And I'll explain to you why. You're looking for a wedding venue. Zola will give you everything, including personalized recommendations. We want an amazing gift registry. You'll find everything you need from classic cookware to cash funds. Zola can even help you create stunning save the date invites and matching wedding website. My friend just got married, and well, she's not married yet, but she's using Zola. And I can't tell you, I bought, I just shopped on her registry off of it. It's so amazing. Easy yeah. peasy. Wish I had it when I was married. A little bitter about it, but it's cool. I'm still happy to share it with you. And it's not just free, it's risk-free. You guys get free personalization samples of your invites, and you can also try them out before you buy them. And, of course, you get the free envelopes and the guest addressing. But if you're planning your wedding, here's my tip, okay? You're going to go to Zola, zola.com slash badexamples today. You're going to use promo code SAVE50 and get 50% off your save the dates. Guys, that's amazing. Anytime you could save money during wedding planning is amazing, especially if it's one-stop shopping for your wedding planning. So Zola is the best place for your wedding day. Again, that's zola.com 
slash bad examples with code save 50. There's nothing like saving money on your STDs. Yeah. Save those dates. Okay, we're back. Um, Back with Trey's travels. So she gets this confirmation. She's hitting the road. She's going to see her man. What happens next? Go ahead. Me? Yeah, you're (laughs) up. Man, you can't be putting me on the spot like that. Go ahead. I don't know. I just, again, it was kind of like part two of when you came to see me in New York. And again, it just, it felt perfect. And, you know, now I remember it from you mentioning it. It just, it felt like home. It felt right. And I don't know, just nothing else mattered. Nothing else mattered in the world except, you know, being with you and just seeing you happy and all that kind of crap. You know, sounds a little sad. No, it's not. It's so cute. But like we literally laid in bed for, I want to say like 12 hours and just watched every episode of Power on his phone because he was in like he had just moved back. He had like no TV set up. He literally just moved into his apartment. So like nothing was there. And we literally sat there watching episodes of Power. I think we were watching Power literally on my phone. We did. He literally (laughs) held up his phone for 12 hours while we watched Power. We fell asleep. We would go out to eat. Um uh that was it like it was literally just spending time we didn't really yeah it was just it was very simple there was no like thought or production to it it was just it was simple and that's what mattered to me the most yeah it was like the most amazing weekend and then um i flew home um and i think that's like short one maybe two weeks later is when you called me and told me right yeah i mean i don't know i just i kind of learn to own everything and I, don't, I wouldn't say I deflected a lot onto you but it just I didn't feel I'm trying to think of it I'm trying to think of the right way to say it I wanted more for myself personally it had nothing to do with you it had zero to do with you or your kids or what like anything going on in your life I just felt like I needed to change mm-hmm. and you know, and ultimately wound up realizing, you know, I, I really do want kids. Yeah. You know, and just like Jessica said, you know, in the beginning of everything, it was just, it's one of her non-negotiables. It doesn't matter if you're Prince Charming, Prince William, even though I don't know who the hell would want to marry him anyway, but (laughs) you know, at the same time, it's just, it was just (laughs) one of your non-negotiables and it's, there was no breaking down that wall. There was no trying to, not that talking you into it was the right way to use it anyway but it was just no convincing you about it you know and it just kind of hit a dead end with it and you know I finally wound up realizing that that's ultimately what I wanted and you know I felt terrible about it you know because I did fall in love with this girl and fell in love with with her kids and not even meeting her kids yet you know and saying this is what I want but ultimately at the end of the day it just was something I wanted for myself too and you know just I don't know I couldn't give it up so then he calls me and tells me that, um, like, he, like, realized that this is it and that's what he wants. And he knows that that's not what I want. And, like, I. And it was fucked up. I mean, it hurt. Like, I literally went into probably a bigger depression from this than I did from getting divorced, honestly. Yeah. Because. Hold on. I just felt like 
I really didn't think I was ever going to like get to this point again with anybody. And like I was so determined to convince him in the beginning that like I know this is what you want. I know you're going to want kids and he was like he was like I know what I want. Don't tell me what I want. And it was just really hard because I like I I didn't listen to myself and I not that I trusted him because I don't want to make it seem like he betrayed me he didn't he just realized and people do that like sometimes something hits them and they realize that they want something different and it's not his fault and I want that for him and I want him to be uh, happy it is my, my fault though I think it definitely is my fault you know but in the same token you have to sit there and realize and actually give yourself a lot of credit too that how do you expect somebody not to fall in love with you with just who you are and everything like that? And then just seeing you as a mom and whatnot, like you kind of like all that shit just kind of gets blinded out, you know? So for me, I was like, listen, whatever this girl wants, I'm going to give her. And if she doesn't want the kids then you know what, then that's the sacrifice I'll make or whatnot. And, you know, I'll, you know, step into, you know, a father role eventually for your kids. And I was fine with that. You know, but then obviously as time goes on, time goes on, you know, it just, like I said, I mean, it's fucked up and I had no problem in that. And, you know, that's my fault. Um, but like typical Tracy fashion, I went into like reaction mode. Shut down. And I like, but rightfully, I but rightfully so. How could you not? I like literally cut him off and I was like. Because when he was like, we have to break up, like, there's just something that I want and blah, blah, blah. And he explained everything to me and I fucking lost it. I mean, when I tell you, I, I like went to such a depression of just like losing him and like not knowing what to do with my dates. Like I spent all day, every day for months, texting him, talking to him, seeing him, flying to him, whatever it was. And, um... My 30-minute lunch breaks were turning into hour lunch breaks because what we would do was talk on the phone. Because we couldn't every... get off the phone ever. We, we could never get off the phone. And it was just like, I don't know how I'm supposed to, like, go through my day and, like, be okay. And so, like, that's that moment was when I, like, changed. I changed as a person. I just went into, like, I'm going to be the guy in the relationship now. I'm never going to fall. I'm never going to open my heart. I'm never going to get hurt again. So, like... I I just was like, if, if I see somebody pulling away from me, I'm going to leave first because I have to not get hurt. Like, I have to be the one who said I left because I wasn't the one who got left. Like, I just felt like I just went into full on defense mode of myself. And I was like, don't ever call me again. Like, he had bought me this bracelet of um like the coordinates of where we first were on the phone. Hmm. um And I like fucking ripped it apart. I was so devastated. I was... I didn't even know how to act. I was like, I was totally a mess. And I was, I was like, I don't ever want to hear from you again and whatever. And then months went by and my friends pulled me out of this hole that I was like living in. Um, and months went by and then he had like a horrible death in his family. And Sammy called me and she's like, I know you don't follow him anymore, but I need you to know that this person died and that you really should reach out to him. And I was like, oh, my God, I don't think I can open this door again. But like, I know it's the right thing to do. And I have to call him. So I did. I mean, I don't know if you were expecting a call from me. I don't know. Um, I wasn't expecting a call, but I 
was assuming at some point somebody was going to say something to you and you know you just being the person you are you were going to reach out but i didn't expect a phone call now that was like the wow i don't hate him for a moment um i still heard it in i still heard it in your voice though how it just sounded like it took a lot for you to do that not in I don't know, because you're a fucking amazing person, you know? It's not that you're a bad person, but I knew you were still extremely, extremely, extremely angry with me. Rightfully so. Mm -hmm. But when you called me, like, I could hear it in your voice that you were still angry, but at the same time, you know, you were just being you. You know, but I still heard the anger in your voice. But it was still nice, you know, and felt very good to hear from you at that moment. I mean, it's still to this day the most tragic day of my life. Yeah. And I felt like that was, like, maybe the day that, like, opened the floodgates of us, like, talking and speaking. And I think at that point, I had just, like, had just gotten over the fact that, like, not over you, but over the fact of us, like, acknowledging that we're not going to be together. Um, So, like, to then restart talking to you and having, like, open communication with you again was, like, really hard because I was very protective of, like, I don't know how the, I don't know how to speak to him because the only way I know how to speak to him is like in as my boyfriend and there's like that it's not that relationship anymore. Yeah, it was tough because it was like you we were almost like friends at that point, you know, and it was I agree with you. It was definitely tough to just talk to you in that capacity when we just came from this windfall of a relationship. So I get that. I understand it. And then I feel like there were just drunk nights where, like, you would call me or I would call you and we'd end up being like, I love you over the phone. Tequila tequila Tracy. Yeah, she came out real hard. Um, And then you were on vacation somewhere and you called me and I didn't expect a phone call from you. And you were like, you were with your friend and you were like, I love you. And I was just like, holy shit, like, I don't know if I can hear these words again of like i'm like fearful but then you asked me to meet up with you right yeah because you told me you were moving home Mm -hmm. at this at this point you're better off just using my voice to be honest with you (laughs) people deserve to hear this voice (laughs) i'm for the i'm for the people you're such an asshole (laughs) (laughs) um so then you you were like i'm gonna be home um, and I really want to see you. And I kept saying no because I I was like, well, actually, Sammy and Jess kept telling me to say no because if you still felt how you felt about kids and there was no reason to re-traumatize myself by seeing you again. Right. Are you going to talk about how I threatened Hat's life? No, you can talk about that. Because <laughs> then, then I had no idea that you guys were in communication until recently. Uh, so... Listen, I, I'm being serious. I never, I really liked Hat a lot. And I became friends with Hat. You know, we talked all the time. If him and Tracy got, in, you know, had a difference of opinions, you know, I talked to Hat. We talked through and um, he was always very concerned about, you know, what shithead Corey was up to. And, um, and you know, he didn't, this wasn't a, a, a long con. He didn't go into this really not thinking that he'd want kids. He really thought he'd be okay with it. But I understand. It's something that I myself was teetering on, you know? So um, I can't be mad at him. It's a fucking huge decision. And it's a huge 
it's a huge sacrifice to say, I'm not going to have children of my own for you. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I could do it. It's it's crazy. It's it's a real like um, Sophie's Choice thing to, to consider. And I'm not mad that he, you know, it's only natural. It's only normal. He took, you know, months and months to come to this decision. And when he realized it, you know, he told her and they talked about it. Um, so I wasn't mad at Hat for that at all. I because he was honest and it would have been worse if he continued the relationship and years mm-hmm. down the line pulled this shit. But I still felt but I still felt guilty enough about it, you know, that it went on for as long as it did and yeah. you know, it, obviously it's not that I knew in the beginning like yeah, yeah you know, I still want kids but I'm just going to see where this goes anyway like you know, I was just like you said I was perfectly content with it, you know, because yeah. I had fallen head over heels for this girl. Sure. And you know, just kind of blinded everything else that I wanted because I wanted everything she wanted. Yeah, and like, I wanted to be. Okay. I don't think you were. I really don't think you were the bad guy. And it and it is true. When I say Tracy cried over him, she didn't cry like this over Corey. In fact, I don't think she cried. I don't remember. I went from she cried, blissfully happy in my marriage yeah, to devastatingly done. angry. Yeah, angry. And I didn't go. For, and if I she didn't, cried, sad, if, I was pissed. If there were tears, it was for like her children and like yeah. for her, the betrayal, not because of like love. There was no like. No, that I went. There. I, I well, when you do something to me that severe, I'm. Yeah. I just shut down and turn off. Like that's it. There was no. I didn't get sad because I was like disgusted. Yeah. I felt like I was just a different type of angry that I was with with hat. I was like devastated over losing him because in my mind he was this perfect guy with my marriage I was devastated over losing it because in my mind of what I thought it was going to be forever yeah but what I was proven wrong about like at at least this like he was still a good guy yeah she was devastated at just the loss in a of different him. way like yeah and like she said she like my we, mom knew about him, yeah. my best friends knew about him, but nobody else knew because I was like, "This is not some like this is something I need to keep to myself because yeah. I think that it could be like really real." So like, it, she was hurt because she genuinely was in love in the thick of it when it happened. You know, most people they break up; it's because they have arguments or, um, you know, there's reasons. You fall out of love, you cheat, whatever it is. That none of that happened. It's like these people still loved each other. It was a crazy scenario, and I really genuinely felt bad for both of them. But, but I told Hat like, and I know it was hard for Hat. I'm like, if you, you've made this decision, you have to stay the fuck out of her life. Like you just can't linger. You know, it's not fair to either of you, but it's especially not no. fair to Tracy. And um, I agreed with you, too. Yeah. Yeah. And then and I tell him all the time, like, I genuinely want you to find somebody that you can be with that um, like you can have kids with and have like a relationship in a future with. I'm never going to like her. I'm going to fucking hate her. But I want that for you. Like you want like, his happiness. I'm he's never a good man. Yeah. He deserves it. Of yeah. course. And I'm just. Like, even though I want that for you, like, I'm never going to be happy for you. Like, I'm going to be happy for you, but not happy for me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm never going to be like, oh, my God, she seems really great. Like, no, I actually fucking hate her. I'm glad that you're happy. I'm glad that she's amazing to you. But I'm going to always hate her because that should have been me. So, you know, um, when they started talking again after all this time, I essentially think I threatened Hat's life and I'm just like, you, I said, I'm giving you 
a an assignment, an assignment, and it's to like look deep. You actually your heart. did get you, you actually called it homework. Yeah. <laughs> you actually called it homework. I was just like this guy, and I get it. These two people, it's like magnets; they're drawn to each other. So I get it. I don't even. I'm never. I've never like hated hat. I've never been mad at hat. I hate every one of Tracy's flings, whatever. But I never felt that way about hat. I truly did it, and. Um, but I was like, listen, if you're going to come back in her life in any way, shape or form, like you need to know what you want. You can't put her through this again. You just can't, you know, like her stance isn't going to change. The only ones who could possibly change is yours, you know? And that was my biggest thing with him just coming back around was like, if you still want kids, what, what's the point of this? You're torturing each other. Yeah. I always tell him, I'm like, I feel like we're like the... New York, New Jersey, Romeo and Juliet, but like we're yeah. doing it to ourselves. Like everyone else yeah. around us wants us to be together. We're the only two that are not allowing it. Yeah. And like I, I, I've said this to you before, but I, I'm so proud of you for not, because you do love him so much that I could see you giving up like your your body for him, and you know, I'm proud of you. To a lot of women would would do it. Do you know what I mean? A lot of women would say like, fuck it. I'm going to give this man a child and then not love the child or not be as, you know what I mean? Like not be all in. And that relationship in the end in the long run wouldn't work out because you'd be bitter. And I'm really, really proud of you for like holding that, like feeling that way and really holding to it because that's not a reason to bring a child into the world. You stuck to your goal. Yeah. and, and, And honestly, Hat, you know, like my mom she, loves it, him to the point where she told me, like, what's one more? Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, you sound like him. He always tells me, family of six, party of six, and I'm like, no. Yeah, I, I, I can imagine how hard. I'm sure Tracy has thought about it at night. Like, fuck, should I, you know? And it really, it wouldn't be for the right reasons. And to bring a, a fucking human being into this world for, it would just be crazy. And I'm so proud of you for, like not do you know what i mean not putting the child first but before my own happiness yeah yeah before your own or the non-existent child that could be yeah and like because i get it like especially when you're in love and like i know hat and you would make amazing children and so i know the thought probably lingers in your head i think about it all the time like on the daily i'm like i would love to have kids kids with him like i would love to and i just Again, you've been through so much and you're so strong. It's, it's like the best feature you have. It's not your blue eyes or your thick thighs. You know, your strength through everything. And it's not just like when somebody hurts you, but look, when somebody loves you. And, um, you know, I I think Hat today, um, Hat, you kind of feel the same way. You've, 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 you've right? You, that you've felt and you've stuck to your guns, which I think is mm-hmm. also... Just like she said, I mean, you know, I think we've both, like, kind of been on a seesaw about it. You yeah. know, I mean, or not wanting kids to possibly thinking about it. And then yeah. me still saying, like, all right, you know, I'll be okay without having my own kids to saying, no, fuck, I won't be okay not having yeah. my own kids. Now, the only I just thing never that... wanted him to have animosity towards me yeah. of, like, when we get in a fight one day and then he's like, I gave up not having yeah, kids I'm, for yeah, you. Yeah, but like... I'm not like that. 
No, I know. But sometimes there could be like the fight. Like we don't know Mm -hmm. what could happen or what could transpire of like one fight. And then that's how you feel. And I don't want you to ever have animosity towards me. That's why I'm like, I don't want to do that to him. No, I would never. Because at the end of the day, I mean, that would be the conscious decision that I make as an adult to sit there and say, like, you know what, like, this is it. And, you know, there's no going back from that, Like, you know, to play with your emotions. Not that I would ever do that anyway, but like, you know, to do something like that. And then there's also three kids involved in that, because at that point, it's not even just about you anymore. Well, it's about three innocent little kids. This is what always kind of made me crazy about the situation. I know what you're going to say, because I felt like, OK, her stance, his stance. And I, I understand wanting a family of your own and, and blood of your own. Fine. But. To this day, Hat has never met those three babies. Mm-mm. And I can tell you as somebody who like didn't want kids of my own, like being around them, you fall in love with these kids. I mean, oh my God. <laughs> Between Skylar, you feel like you're talking to like another full grown adult, you know, who who makes you laugh. And then you've got Jaden who will sass the shit out of you. And Julian, who's just like an innocent angel. I mean, I just felt like if he had given if he had given it a chance to get to, to get to know the kids, they're so little. They could have grown up and not remembered anybody but Hat. Like Hat it, it wouldn't have mattered if they were physically blood. They would have been his children. And I just felt like and I understand it's something it's it, you can't really just experiment with and be like, oh, if it doesn't work out, well, now this, you know. But I just feel like he would have been content. I really, really in my heart do because I've been around those kids and I fucking love them too. And I just feel like he would have taken on that role so well as as their father, not even stepdad, like of dad. And I just think that if if we had – if that had been given a chance, I, I, I do in my heart think that he would have been um, – absolved of this like desire for his own because they would have been his first of all they look just like him it's the weirdest thing ever (laughs) i don't understand it um but i always say that i'm like i'm like i almost wish that you did meet them because i just know how yeah they're they're babies they're babies you know they're babies and uh, and i and i i I know this is so it's something that like i'm even hesitant to, to say because it's so personal for both of them and so fucking huge decision but i you know i i wish in in, in that, that had been given a, a shot because yeah. if the other two ways were not going to work out like this would have been it and i and i again i just i love those fucking kids to death and and like i'd be content with them as my kids <laughs> like you know like i i i don't know and i and it breaks my heart cuz i do i do lo- i love hat i do love hat i get why you love him i get it i get it so i would just i desperately wanted to make it work and i wanted it to work but but like i said and i think what's still to this day so beautiful about their relationship is there's no animosity towards each other at all to- one bit. no one nope everything they've been through like there's no anger it's sad it's just a, a sad love story you know i mean it just it, it sucks even more because you know when i lost my dad it was you know just one of those things that you know like i said before is still to this day the most tragic day of my life losing my best friend like that and whatnot but it also you know kind of made it tougher for this situation because it really reaffirmed the fact that you know i 
do want my own kids, you know, whatnot. It was just one of those things that after he had passed, it was, it was tough, you know, and just meant that, you know, in my head that, you know, I really do need my own kids. Yeah. I mean, and then like, we saw, we saw each other recently. Yeah. After months and months of not seeing each other and not speaking. And then like just too long. Um, and then he said, like, you know, I want to um, I want to see you when I'm home. And I kept saying, like, I don't know if it's a good idea. But then I was like, fuck it. I'm doing it because I don't want to look back and be like, I should have just seen him one more time. And and then I didn't. So I literally went to I drove to his house. Um, and I mean, I don't I don't know what your interpretation of like like seeing me after a year and a half or like how I felt seeing you after a year and a half. It was like nothing had changed. Like we didn't go through all that shit. Like, I don't know. I can't even explain it. No, we didn't miss a beat. But, you know, Jess is Jess has like the best words that she's been using this whole time. But it's it was almost torture. It really was almost torture just because we both know the ground that we're standing on with our decisions with shit and that, you know, I'm not going to change my mind. You're not going to change your mind. But at the end of the day, like, I still wanted to see you. I had to see you. So you know, and then when you decided to come by, it was just, again, it was perfect. And it's like, just like you said, you know, felt like none of that ever happened, like our fallout and everything. And I don't know, but at the end of the day, it was torture. <laughs> it was absolute torture. <sighs> And this, like, suck. Like, for me, watching Tracy go through this, too, just, I know every guy that comes into her life, and, you know, of course she's dating. She's a single woman. You know, I just know everyone gets paired, compared to Hat. And, like, they yeah. can't com- be compared. They're just, this. there will never be a love like that. So, mm-hmm. like, what do you, what is she supposed to do? What's he supposed to do? Will they ever find, like, a love that's like this? I don't know. It's a tough situation. Yeah. Hat, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for being so honest with us and for loving my girl and for your friendship with me. And, um, you know, I kind of want to end off here just like let you two say goodbye how you normally say goodbye. I want to listen in. Well, I love you and you know that. I don't know. That's really all I could say. I know. I love you too. Thank you for doing this. I think it needed to be um, shown to people that um, I'm really serious about not telling anybody what's going on in my life. Baddies, if you want even more information and more exclusive footage, including stuff about surrogacy, adoption, and other things that the two of these star-crossed lovers have thought about, go to patreon.com slash badexamples for an extra 20 minutes of exclusive content for this episode. Again, that's patreon.com slash badexamples. Thanks for supporting us, and we'll see you next Tuesday. Don't forget, guys, new episodes air every Tuesday. So see you next Tuesday. Patreon baddies. What's, what more is there to say about you? We could not do the show without you. Could not. We love you. We thank you. And um, this is for you. We love you long time. Jennifer Watts. And Wait. Jo-
Watts. 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 Like, like cool whip. <laughs> Jennifer Watts. Uh, Angela Iconetti. Wow, it's pretty good. I feel like Jess would have slaughtered that one. I but okay. I had a little different. Yeah. Nicolette English. Nicolette English. That's my favorite name, first name. She's definitely British. Kellen Holly. Kellen. Kellen. Wow. Interesting. Brianna House. B-R-Y. Brianna um, House. Shayna Caruso. Shayna. That's a really pretty name, actually. Christina Maria Muti. Marie. It literally says Marie. Christina Marie Muti. Goodbye. Jonica Hendrickson. That's, first of all, the best name I've ever seen. And also, the the spelling of it throws me off. Jonica. J-O-N-I-C-A. Okay, go ahead. Charlotte Fisher. She's a sweetheart. I can already tell. Oh, yeah. Just from the name. Um, Tara Palladino. She's from, she's got to be from, like, the Bronx or, or Queens. <laughs> Who is this? It's Tara mm. Palladino. <laughs> uh, Denise Rodriguez. D-Ro. Oh. D-Ro. Uh, Jennifer Chavez, I know her. I fucking r- recognize this I know name. Her. I know her. <laughs> I know her. I know her. Oh my god, Jennifer Chavez, we love you. Oh, sim- keeping it simple with uh, Taylor. Taylor, but not as simple as who? Sarah Taylor. Sarah Taylor. <laughs> not to be confused <laughs> with the one. Not to be confused with Taylor. Uh, Tara Moore. Oh, I hate I you want right more. now. Oh wow, look how this worked out. Jess will never be able to do this. All right, Quetzalcoatl Corwiki. <laughs> Quetzalcoatl 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 Corique Corique Quetzalcoatl Corique is my new favorite There's, name yeah that's definitely your new favorite there's no way that wasn't getting the cut Alan did you make this up Quetzalcoatl Corique <laughs> Mella Mella Bella I love you Quetzalcoatl mm, alright Gabriella Baquero 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 what is it all right. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We said them both. Cynthia Maroquin. 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 I like Maroquin. We're Angelique. That's such a pretty name. Marissa Cassay. Why does that sound so fancy like French? Cassay. Marissa Cassay. Misty Nandala. That's definitely the coolest name. Misty. 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 We had a Misty. That's a good name. We had a Misty. Misty and Cuba. If we have a little girl, she has to be a Misty. Misty. Lisa LaBella. That, she's another one. Lisa LaBella. Lisa LaBella. That's a good one. Brianna Antonio. So cute. Nabeth Moreno. Nabeth. Nabeth. She's I'm not fighting her in the schoolyard. No, she's she's coming hard. Humble the hustler. Enough, enough said. <laughs> Humble <laughs> the hustler. Wow, I can't believe somebody listens to our show named Humble the Hustler. It's it humbles me. Truly. It's humbling. Dawn Pandorf. Dawn Pandorf. Pandorf. Say Dawn Pandorf. Pandorf. Three times fast. Dawn Pandorf. Dawn Pandorf. Dawn Pandorf. <laughs> Diana. Diana. I'll take that easy one. Amanda Bumgather. Amanda Bumgather. Taray Dragon. Taray. Tara. Taray Dragon? No way that's It's real. Dragon. Dragoon. Taray Dragoon. Alex F. Hannah i think it's hanan not hannah but okay hanan misgipst hanan misgipst that's definitely it that's not your favorite do you agree hanan misgipst yeah Um, he gave me a thumbs up this is this is the combo name no mark and garcia mark mother and father oh yeah right oh yeah 
Carrie. Carrie. Just Carrie. Alma Venagas. 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 Jessica. Well, how easy. Beauty. Nicole Lordy. I'd be like, Lordy, oh, Lordy, Lordy, Lordy. Your best friend is Lordy. You're like, Lordy. Lordy, get your ass over here. I would never ever refer to her as Nicole, but anyway. Mariana Christensen. That's like my favorite last name. I love it. Aspen. Uh, that's really pretty pretty and uh, one of the housewives named her daughter aspen and when i first heard it i was like that's such a cute name really pretty uh joanne is this your mother uh joanne she's like joanne romano i signed up for patreon because i couldn't hear all the episodes rebecca is that your mom's best friend rebecca (laughs) joanne Joanne rebecca no my mom's best friend is claire claire of course it is (laughs) everything's about claire well claire did this i'm like that's great oh my god uh where are we? Lauren Black. Lauren Black. You could do Gina. Gina Cantone. Uh, Amber. Like the the stone. Tiffany. Oh, that was weird. Tiffany River. Rivera. Rivera. Really? Are you struggling with Rivera? <laughs> Jill Kelly. Nice and easy. Nice little germ, uh, Irish girl. Victoria Sanchez. Beautiful. Well said. Alisa or Alyssa Eager. Egger. It's either Alisa Egger or Alisa Eager. <laughs> Lindsay Goldberg. Tracy Anako. Chris. I love your name that it's spelled right. Go ahead. Chris with um, a K and two S's. K-R-I-S-S, Chris. Stacy McLaughlin. McLaughlin. Nikki Folsom. 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 Nikki Folsom. Why do I recognize that name? I'm not sure. Crystal Gallo. I know a Gallo. Yvette Ocho O. Ocho O. Ocho? Yvette Ocho Jakiriquai. That could not have been the better person to get that than Jessica. Ocho Jamiriquai. Yvette. That's what we're going to call her. Yvette. We're going to just drop the whole last name thing. Uh, Michelle Gauchi. Gauchi. (laughs) There was a name from last time and I got so many messages. Everybody was hating me because I didn't know how to pronounce it. Alan, do you remember what it was? Oh, it was definitely like a... uh, Come on. All right, keep going. Grace De Silva, Jennifer Ramos, Alicia Carruthers. I know that name, Carruthers. Why have I heard? Have have we had her before? Carruthers, Carruthers. Mm, I lost my place. Natalie, Nat- Natalie Overduke, Overduke. I'm over him. I'm over I'm that over Duke. Duke. Scorpion girl. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Cleveland, Lisa Cleveland, Lisa Lisa. Okay, Nancy Carbajal, Carbajal. Uh, Nancy Gabajou. Uh, <laughs> Carlin M. Neff. Carolyn M. Neff. Not to be confused with Carlin L. Neff. <laughs> Alexandra Bazan or Alexandra Bazin. Mm, Dylan. Dylan. Dallin. <laughs> Dallin. It's got to be Dallin. Sarah. What's with the. What does that mean with the E? Um, It's fancy so okay so sarah breedy 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 Breedy. amanda trezzy amanda trezza trezza (laughs) just uh nicole travagilo travaggio travaglio rosie alves courtney anderson denise carrera christina canena caroline sasha destiny ellen taylor that's a famous person ellen taylor is someone famous Alexandra, Ellen Tracy. Ellen Tracy. Never mind. Oh Alexandra Atkinson. Atkinson. What? How did you fuck that up? No way is this her real name. 
Danielle Maron. Danielle Maron. Maron. Oh, Maron, Danielle. Samantha Dawson, not related to the creek. Or, or Jack Dawson from Titanic. Wow. Ariel Rada. Ariel Rada. Ivy Dorsey. I know That's her. That's a cute name. Club Batty. Ivy Dorsey. Cute. Renea Ibarra. Ibarra. Also, I recognize that last name. Charlie Garcia. Nicole Flurry. Flurry? Nicole Fury. Okay, this is, if I was a porn star, this would be my name. It's the best name best ever. Best name I've ever heard. Jackie Cheeks. Jackie Cheeks. I want to be Jesse Cheeks. You got a Jessie brother? Jesse Cheeks. Uh, Megan Nushiwa. Nushiwa. Oh, this is also a good porn star name. Yeah. Rachel Spoon. Spoon me. <laughs> Kate Meredith. Gotta be your middle name. There's no way that's your last name. Saffron Hodges. Saffron. That's a cool name. KG. KG, what up? KG. Idina Castro. Idina Castro. That sounds fancy. Sarah Baguette or Baguette or Baget. <laughs> Sarah Baget. Sarah Baget. Um, Amanda. Amanda. Jolene Perez. Nicole Luz. Nicole Lozowowski. Lazo. Lozowski. Lozowski. Lazowski. Lazowski. Mike Wazowski. Like, yeah, Mike Wazowski, sure. Carolina Abreu. Summer Zim Summer Zim Summer Zimorano. That's a pretty name. Kayla Marie. Caitlin Lundberg. Erica. Ashley. Anum Lacani. Megan Murray. Emily Lopez. Terry Tyndall. That's a fucking Terry Tindall. Not Terry Tindall. Tell me it's not about Terry Tindall. I love, oh my God. If I married a guy named Tindall, I'd be like, we got to name our daughter Terry. Terry Terry, Terry and nothing. Terry Tindall, iconic. Oh, uh, the typical white girl who drinks pumpkin spice lattes. Go ahead, Jess. Ashley Jersnick. Spelled Ashley, L-E-I-G-H. <laughs> Ashley Kimberly. Jersnick. Andrea Portillo. Portillo. Uh, Brittany Christine. Macy, Marcy G. Marcy G. Mm, I love that one. Victoria Seepy or Victoria Mari. And yeah, okay. Marissa Martin. Anna Silvis. Jen. Two N's. Erica Arellano. Arellano. Danielle Torres Randazzo. Brittany Straub. Steph, Samantha Hoffman. M. Lord. M. Lord. M. Lord. M. Lord. Love that. <laughs> Christina Garcia. Nicole. Madeline Martinez. Nicole Torres. Uh, Mel D. Not con- to be confused with the Spice Girl Mel B. <laughs> Haley. Teresa. Steph. Heather. Dawn Pandorf. Wait. Oh, we got her already. Dawn Pandorf. You on here twice? Is that a relative? Is there another Pandorf? Yo, it's the same Dawn Pandorf. Okay. Oh. Sarah Bready. Oh, we got her again too. Breedy. Bready. Laura D'Amico. Zena Arico. Zena Arico. Love it. Guys, I mean, thank you. We may have butchered your name. We're sorry, but we definitely got some of them right, like Caroline. And Quincibella Corique. Yeah, you definitely nailed that one. I Jess. love her. Nailed that. I love her. Nailed it. Oh, Tracy, can you thank the baddies for me, please? I love you, baddies. Thank you. Stay bad and see you next Tuesday. And what is the Patreon links if people want to hear their name? Patreon.com slash bad examples. Even though we are not your best examples, uh, we're the best you've got. So cheers, bitches. Cheers. Rate, download, and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast.
posted on dimlywit.com.